This is Crime Connections. We're your hosts. I'm Leah. And I'm Jackie. The case that we're covering today takes place in Australia. Looking at our downloads and seeing where people are from, we always think it's really cool to see people from other countries that are listening to our small podcast. So it was brought to our attention that we have quite a few listeners in Australia. So we wanted to go ahead and cover some cases that have made the headlines over there and kind of go out of our comfort zone of doing cases just here in the States. So Jackie, I know this is somewhere that you want to visit. Oh, heck yeah. I would love to visit Australia, <laughs> but I really would probably have to go in like in a giant bug suit. Oh, absolutely. Those spiders there are no freaking joke. The TikToks I see of people like, oh, let's go on a spider hunt in their bedroom and they find yes. those giant or spiders. Or they show the spiders and they're like, oh, we're just going to leave it alone. He's just doing his job. That's, I would not. Absolutely like, I can't not. just leave a spider alone in my house. I don't care no. what benefit they have. And we don't have ginormous house spiders like that. No. Well, <laughs> like no, we don't have the snakes. Or any of it. All, it's, any it's of it. All craziness. of it. Like, I, Australian people are a different breed. They are. Because they handle it, and it is not me. Yes. But, yeah, I would love to visit, especially, I don't know, the the um, there's TV shows where they show, like, the views and everything. <gasps> Looks gorgeous. Ugh. Yes. Too pretty. But to say thank you, we figured we would do a few cases from across the pond. So today's case is that of Toya Cordingly. On Sunday, October 21st, 2018, 24-year-old Toya Cordingly was out shopping at Rusty Markets after her shift as a pharmacy assistant. A pharmacy assistant in Australia is a lot like being a pharmacy technician here in the States. So they're just assisting, counting prescriptions, running through prescriptions, all of that good stuff. Rusty Markets was a popular fruit and vegetable market in Cairns, which is in Queensland, Australia. After shopping, she returned home for only a brief time and then decided to take her boyfriend's dog for a walk. This dog was described just as larger than your average dog. It was never revealed the breed and I couldn't find it in any of my research. So I'm thinking kind of like picture maybe like a Great Dane or a Mastiff, but a larger than your average dog. Mm -hmm. So not just like, I would say probably even larger than like a Golden Retriever or like a German Shepherd, but it was emphasized that it was a large dog. Yeah, and I also wonder... Do people here in the U.S. have bigger dogs than people in Australia? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what is their average yeah, dog? Yeah, what's their... Americans' average dog is definitely the size of a golden retriever yes. or a boxer. And or, a know. large dog to us is a Great Dane or a Mastiff mm-hmm. or those bigger breeds. Yeah. So that's just kind of what I'm picturing in my head. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. The dog's name was Jersey. And like I said, it's never disclosed exactly what kind of dog he was. But we love all dogs, so... Around 2 p.m., Toya arrived at Wangetti Beach and parked her Mitsubishi Lancer in the southern car park and went for a walk on the beach. That was the last time that anyone had seen or heard from Toya. Once Toya had not returned home with Jersey, Toya's boyfriend, Marco Heidenreich, immediately was concerned. He couldn't get a hold of her, so he called Toya's family, exclaiming that he was afraid she had gone missing. They found her car in the car park at the Wangetti Beach, and they immediately started searching the area. The beach is about two and a half miles long, so four kilometers. It's not the largest beach out there, but it's still a lot of ground to have to cover. It was also starting to get dark when they kind of realized that something might have happened to her. So they went out to the beach, and they had lanterns and 
mm. flashlights and they were trying to see if they could find anything. Yeah. They searched all night and eventually they found Jersey and he was tied up to a tree so tightly that he wasn't even able to sit down. Aww. So he was just tied up to this tree, standing up, couldn't sit down. Poor dog. He was yeah, unharmed. Sad. But everyone was extremely alarmed and concerned about what had happened to Toya once they found Jersey tied up and she was nowhere to be found. At this time, it was kind of going into the early morning hours. Shortly after Jersey had been found, the police and the SES or the State Emergency Service joined the search for Toya. Once everyone had started to return to the site of where Jersey had been found, Troy accordingly, Toya's father, is the one that noticed the body in the sand dunes. The body was located about 800 meters north, so not even half a mile from Toya's car, and she had visible and violent injuries to her body. Oh my gosh. Troy accordingly was able to positively identify that the body was his daughter, Toya, there on the scene. Mm. The next day, forensic dogs and the SCS team combed Wangetti Beach looking for any type of evidence that would help lead them to a suspect. The police were going door to door trying to find any type of a witness, and they were even asking for voluntary DNA samples to help aid in the process of elimination, which is crazy and remarkable that they were comfortable enough mm -hmm. just going up to a person's door and asking them for their DNA. That would never happen here. Oh, never. There'd never. be riots in the street. There literally would. Or the people would shove the cops out of the door and shut they the They would door. just slam the door shut. <laughs> so kind of kudos to Australians because it's, I mean, these people, they know that they're innocent, but they're thinking, well, if this is going to help, eliminate. here you go. Mm -hmm. Whatever you need to help. Not not how that works in the States, no, unfortunately. The, the States were some very suspicious people. We think oh, you're yeah. going to clone us. Yes. <laughs> and do whatever yeah. with our DNA. After conducting their interviews of some witnesses and obtaining some DNA samples from Toya's body, police issued the following statement to the public. We'd like to speak to anybody who saw any suspicious activity or anything out of the ordinary in the Lake Placid or Caravanica area on Sunday afternoon, the 21st of October, 2018, between 4 p.m. and 5.30 p.m. The second area is that we'd like to speak to anybody who has any dash cam footage from any vehicle traveling north on the Captain Cook Highway between Wangetti Beach and Clifton Beach between 4.30 p.m. and 5.30 p.m. And the third area is that we're also keen to speak to any females who have been approached by any males either acting inappropriately, aggressively, or making them feel uncomfortable in the last 12 months to two years in any beach area or secluded area between the northern beaches of Cairns and Cardwell. 12 months to two years. That's a big I mean, I kind of, yeah, and I kind of get it because there's a lot of beaches in Australia, especially from where Toya is from. So I can kind of understand they're thinking maybe this person is traveling up and down. Yeah, it was like a repeat offender, but not just at one beach and escalated over time. Mm -hmm. Police also urged anyone that had interacted with Toya accordingly at the markets that day to please come forward and speak to them. They released a CCTV image of what Toya was wearing at the markets, and she was wearing a crocheted top that kind of looked just like a bikini top. Mm -hmm. And she had a really colorful bag. 
I'm assuming the police released this footage to the public with the intention of trying to help them remember if they had seen Toya or not. I also get that because if I see a picture of a missing person Mm -hmm. on the TV and it's just a standard picture, I'm not going to remember if I saw them or not. Yeah. But then if I see a picture of what they were wearing the day the of. day of it's probably going to be like oh wait hey yeah. I do remember seeing that person wearing that top for sure also it shows I don't know when you're quickly looking back and forth mm-hmm. that bag specifically could yeah. trigger a memory exactly compared to oh this is her six years ago all dolled up yeah not in anything looking like a swimwear you know and they emphasized her very colorful striped bag Mm -hmm. and i can only assume it's for that reason Mm -hmm. police also urged the public to look at their friends and family members and see if anyone had injuries that couldn't be explained movements that couldn't be accounted for between 12 p.m and 7 p.m on october 21st and if anyone had damaged or missing clothing that they couldn't explain why it was damaged or missing essentially they knew toy accordingly had fought back against her attacker and her murderer would clearly have injuries and defense wounds visible for about a month and a half police had no leads and no suspects there was dna evidence gathered from the scene and police had plans to test that dna against the dna of their suspect now when i say that they didn't have any leads and no suspects I'm just kind of going out on a limb here and saying they didn't really have enough to arrest somebody. Yeah. They were extremely tight-lipped about this case. They didn't want anything getting out. They didn't reveal much to the public. They did keep her parents and her family in the loop Mm -hmm. at all times, but they were very careful at how much information they released. On December 8th, 2018, it was actually leaked by a news channel that police had a person of interest and that this person of interest had fled the country on the night of the murder and flew to India. What? Police had known about this suspect for a couple of weeks. They had informed the family, the family knew as well, but they withheld the information from the press out of their respect for the family members. I don't think that they wanted the family to have to keep reliving what was what had happened to Toya because yeah. it was just going to be all over the news. So that's why they were so tight-lipped about it. Well, and also, the thing I don't understand truly to my freaking core is when news channels or people yes. in the department release information. Mm-hmm. I don't under, I literally do not understand it. You are no, you're just possibly ruining a whole entire case yes you're harming the investigation like or giving the opportunity of the person to run yeah even further than india Mm -hmm. like come on the suspect identified well i'm sorry not the suspect the person of interest identified was former nurse rajwinder singh singh came onto police's radar when the forensics team took toy accordingly's phone and triangulated it What that means is that they took data from three local cell phone towers near the site of the murder, and they had the ability to narrow down a five-minute window of where Toya was at the beach at a very specific time. Using That's crazy. That, I know. Technology is crazy. It makes me like they could triangulate my phone right now and see exactly where I'm at. Yeah, that's actually a little cuckoo. Using that five-minute window, police reviewed dash cam footage and traffic cameras to compile a list of vehicles of interest. Singh was identified in that footage, and police made special note of his car because he was seen driving erratically through Cairns the night of the murder before returning home, 
and he lived about two hours north of the beach, and he immediately booked a flight. It was also released that there was potential forensic evidence linking Singh to the murder scene. So it was reported by some sources that Singh was seen by witnesses having multiple scratches and bite marks, but none of that has been confirmed, Mm. so it's purely speculation. But it was mentioned in quite a few sources that I was doing my research through, so I did feel like it was at least worth mentioning. Yeah. Singh was working as a nurse at Innisfail Hospital for seven years, and he had a wife and three young children, one of those children being a baby. It's reported that he had resigned from his job, he became severely depressed, and his behavior started to change. He was becoming more isolated, and he would take off for long stretches of time, like several weeks. Oh. And this all happened before the murder. So a few weeks before the murder, he was just disappearing for days, sometimes like a week at a time or even more. And it just was extremely erratic behavior that and they're just kind of chalking it up to that he was just severely depressed or it might have been something men- like mental health as well. Mm-hmm. His family, though, are all firm believers that Singh is absolutely incapable of committing a crime of this magnitude and murdering Toya. Singh's family actually reported him missing three days prior to the murder. Then the the night of the murder, he returned home and immediately booked a flight to his hometown of Amritsar in Punjab, India. He flew to Sydney, Australia that night, stayed with his sister, and then the next morning hopped on a plane to go back to India. Wow. And that was the last time he used any credit cards or bank accounts. So he like went off the grid, flew back to India, and just kind of disappeared. Did they say whether he took out a large sum of cash or anything? He didn't. Weird. But he left his wife and three children behind, one of those children being an itty-bitty baby. So, again. Clearly, he's going through a mental break. Yes. At least that's what it sounds like to me. Yes. I do see, though, how a lot of people would look at him and be like, hmm, definitely a person of interest. Oh, for sure. Disappearing, like, fleeing the the night of the murder. Mm -hmm. Well, and I am not a licensed doctor or anything, so Mm -mm. take my word very lightly. But I know and have heard of people with bipolar. Yes. If they have a mental break, Mm -hmm. crazy things can happen. They can do things that they have no idea what they're doing. They act kind of similar how this is sounding. So, I mean, that erratic behavior, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people say, too, with, like, bipolar and other type of mental illness, they don't have – people don't always have it. Mm-hmm. it. Sometimes it could be one stressful life event that triggers it, and yeah. then it's just Losing kind of a, a spiral. That could yes. be a trigger, mm-hmm. you know, really So, anything. as of right now, I mean, it's hard to tell exactly what. I'm sure we'll find out more as time goes on, but – After it was released that Singh was a person of interest, police came out and made a statement to the public that all information released regarding Singh was incorrect, leaked, and unauthorized. I don't think all of it was incorrect. I do think it was leaked and it was unauthorized for Mm -hmm. this news channel to release it. Singh had not been charged with anything at that point in time of the investigation, and he was just one of several people of interest. So police urged the public to quit harassing the Singh family and to not throw out accusations without all the information. Well, and that poor family, she's by herself with three kids. Her husband just disappeared. They can't find him. She can't get a hold of him. 
his some of his families in Australia, so I'm sure she had them to lean on as well, but he just was gone. Mm-hmm. And she's not sure if he did do this or didn't do this. I mean, she wants to believe he didn't, but the way he's of acting course, yeah. isn't really alluding to that. And now she has the public How throwing out these accusations and harassing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very unfair. Time continued to pass and still no re- arrests were made in Toya's murder. In April of 2019, it was released that the Queensland Police and Australian Federal Police were working with Interpol and the Indian authorities to find the man Singh and have him extradited to Australia. Singh's family even flew over to India attempting to help find him and bring him back home. Police were also able to obtain DNA samples from direct relatives of Singh in an attempt to prove his innocence. More witnesses came forward with claims that they had seen two men acting erratically and strangely while heading away from Wangetti Beach around the time of the murder, but nothing has really come from those witnesses' claims. I think it was just kind of released that, like, look, there's other things that we're looking into. It's not just this man. Mm -hmm. Police continue to urge the public to be very cautious of what information they believed and to not be so easily fooled into believing false information. Yeah. So what was happening? What was happening a lot more is that sources would post on social media claiming that the case had been solved or that a key suspect was taken into custody. And we've reported on cases where all that does is just harm the investigation because now Mm -hmm. the police and investigators, they have to stop what they're doing and they have to address what's been put out in the public and say no. This isn't true. Or they have to look into certain things that aren't Right. Even and all related. you're doing is tying them up and taking them away from much more important things. Yep. So they literally have to put out like tiny fires caused by lies and people just trying to stir things up. Which is so weird. Like, don't you have a life? I don't know. This the people that do this kind of stuff just blows my mind. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Exactly. Oi. Go find yeah. a different type of hobby. It Toya make or break a person's life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Toya Accordingly's case would remain unsolved without much information being given by authorities for over four years. Then, on November 25th, 2022, Indian police arrested 38-year-old Rajwinder Singh in New Delhi in connection with Toya's murder. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Four years later? Yeah. Wow. Singh looked unrecognizable from when he was initially named a person of interest in 2018. And we'll post pictures of what he looked like the night not the night of the murder but around the time of the murder and what he looks like now and it is kind of insane he looks like a completely different person you would not think that that's the same person Mm -hmm. i'm sure that that was by design he was in hiding he was uh, trying to elude authorities which they had to have been actively looking oh yeah for the four years to have been able to find him i'm impressed by that. me too because i'm sorry normally after four years well, usually the case it. is told, and eh, it's starting to get cold. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was cold. I think they knew that Singh was their guy, but they just had to figure out how to find him. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in India. Yes. And I'm sure it was extremely difficult to try to even figure out where to start once they kind of started figuring out that he was more than just a person of interest. He was an actual suspect. Mm-hmm. But it's believed that the main reason why he was found is because Australian federal police revealed that a... So I put this in American dollars just to make it easier for us losers in the States (laughs) that can't do conversions of like anything. 
but a $672,000 reward would be given to anyone that could help aid in finding Singh. So not even just if they lived in Australia, they, it was released in India as well, that, hey, if wow. you see this man and you know this man, look at this large amount of money. If you help us arrest him, it's yours. That's a That's huge, huge amount It is the biggest Especially amount in India. of money. Yeah. Again, I'm sure there's a conversion for it. Feel free to let us know what it is, but uh, I wasn't going to. Math is not my strong suit, and even, like, conversions aren't my strong suit, so I'm not going to just butcher it. Shot, like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. In, it's in a India. lot of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that is why they revealed that that much money was going to be awarded. Oh, okay. And it was high low for him. It was not even a couple weeks later he was able to be arrested. Singh remained in Indian police custody until February 28th, 2023, when he was flown back to Australia and arrived at the Melbourne airport. He was put into custody, and two days after that, he was flown back to Australia. He was formally charged with one count of murder for Toya Cordingley's murder. So now he's formally charged. He's not a person of interest anymore. He's an actual suspect, and he's been charged with her murder. Toya's family made statements that they had struggled for four years not knowing if anyone would be brought to justice for their daughter's murder, and they were so thankful and appreciative that the Queensland police never gave up on finding justice for her. On October 25th, 2023, so really only a little over a month ago as of today's date for this recording, it was revealed that Singh would undergo a three-week trial for the murder of Toya accordingly. So only three weeks, like they, they tell you it's only going to be after three weeks, they will know whether he's guilty or not guilty. That's weird that That's they it. have a time frame like that. Mm -hmm. Singh is still adamantly proclaiming his innocence and has told multiple Indian media outlets that he is innocent and that a mistake has been made. But I just still kind of want to beg the question though, if you're innocent, why couldn't you have turned yourself in, come back to Australia and prove your innocence. Mm -hmm. they Four obtained, years ago. Yes, they obtained DNA from Toya Cordingley's body. So I'm just saying, mm -hmm. if it's... Well, and why did you secretly go to India without your family? Right, you just abandoned your entire family and you went into hiding. I mean, he would... It was revealed a little bit in the sources that he was definitely evading police. Mm -hmm. He kept moving and he changed his appearance. Like I said, when you see the picture side by yeah. side, it doesn't look like the same person. I'm just saying, not the actions of an innocent person. For sure. As of today, which it's, we are in December of 2023, no official court date has been set, but the Crown has said that the trial will begin in the beginning half of the new year. So in the beginning half of 2024, Singh will be put on trial for the murder of Toya accordingly. And I think that's when a lot of information will come to light. Because right now, we don't know how Toya died. Mm -hmm. We just know that there were violent, invisible injuries on her body when her body was found. And I think that after that first little leak of information, police locked became... Yeah, they really locked it down because no other information has been put out there in the past five years since her murder. So we really don't know anything about what they found, what DNA, Dang. what the forensic team found on the beach. All we know is how Singh became a person of interest, but even that wasn't supposed to come out. Mm -hmm. That was leaked information. 
But it ended up being good because they were able to find him because of it. Yes. So I do think that when the information leaked out, I think police knew that Singh was more than just a person of interest. But like you said, I think they were trying to keep Singh from getting spooked and being able to go even further into hiding. And if maybe he thought, well, they're not really looking at me, so I don't have to worry as much, that Mm -hmm. type of thing. When the trial starts and information comes out, we will most definitely put out an episode dedicated to what happened in the trial and the verdict. And I'll make sure to to include the side of the defense and the prosecution and kind of like break it down. But once that all comes to light, I mean, it's only a three-week trial, so... It's not like it's going to take months and months for it to unfold. Yeah, we'll probably found, find out in probably February. Yeah, March so we'll be able to do an episode and kind of give you guys an update for that. Uh, yeah, I'm so curious on what the cause of death was. Me too. I mean, it's obviously, the manner of death is obviously homicide, but mm-hmm. the cause of death. Well, and I just kind of want to know, in a way, a motive. I'm not really sure if there was a motive, but what happened mm-hmm. that if it was Singh what happened why her she was just it was in broad daylight it was in the Mm -hmm. middle of the day broad daylight she's just walking on the beach with a big dog and how she and what i don't what are the dogs like when you're when you're walking with a that's right that too i know since her murder um jersey has passed away he had cancer and they had to put him down oh my god a year ago i know it's so sad dang but i do want to know though like i have my golden retriever and she is the biggest baby when you come up to her she's oh my gosh i love you but when somebody starts to kind of like walk right up to us if it if it doesn't seem like this person knows us or anything like that she'll bark a little aggressively very much like hey back up who are you mm-hmm. so i just want to know how he was able to get jersey tied up to a tree without any type of fight yeah or if there maybe there was a fight from jersey but her body wasn't found right by Jersey. It was found a little ways away. So he was Unless able to maybe tie did she dog. tie the dog up? Maybe he then... made her tie the dog up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Because if all you had of that... a gun to her head or something, or not to her head, but if you pointed a gun at her yeah. and you were like, tie your dog up. Yeah. But then would she tie the dog so tight that it couldn't sit? Well, unless he made her. Yeah, He told so her, make sure, like, tie him tighter, make him tie him tighter. I don't know. So I just... That's the type of stuff that I'm thinking is going to come out in trial. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, too, the defense did come out and say that they have over 500 witness testimonies that they're going to be going through. And that's for the defense. So I'm kind of wondering where all of those witness witnesses came from. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see, too. Yeah, that's weird. Like, what do they know? So, and why wouldn't they have come forward prior? Right. I mean, 500 is a big number. It's a lot of people. So I call baloney <laughs> almost on that. So, yeah, I'm just, eh. I will be very interested to see kind of how this trial plays out because mm-hmm. there's just so many holes in it. If you or anyone you know has information regarding the murder of Toy accordingly, please call Crime Stoppers Australia at 1-800-333-000 or go to crimestoppers.com.au. As always, thank you for listening to Crime Connections. If you so kindly would please follow, share, and go like us on Facebook at Crime Connections or follow us on Instagram at Crime Connections Pod. You can also join in on the discussion of these cases at our new discussion Facebook page, Crime Connections Podcast Discussion Board. 
If you have any news tips or cases you want us to look into, please feel free to email or DM us. We love hearing from you. Bye. Thanks, guys.